<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Here's my favorite rant for the day excerpted from our podcast, which you can find over at TomHartman.com. Welcome back. Tom Hartman here with you live from Las Vegas from uh, Mike Papatonio's uh, Mass Torts Made Perfect conference. And John in Chicago. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm well. I do enjoy listening to your show because I do find you're uh, being very historically informative, which uh, I would have a question for you, but... Um, I, I hear a butt coming. <laughs> okay. Well, it's just because that's not why I called you. That's why the butt is there. Sure. Um, okay. But I'm just curious why you're always going down the path of the doomsday scenario when none of these scenarios ever take place. You know, now it's we, we're going to head into nuclear war with Russia. Okay, so so hang on just a second, John. When 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 Bush when Bush lied us into the war in Afghanistan, I said this is going to be a quagmire. Nobody has ever conquered Afghanistan. We're going to be there for decades if we decide to really do this. And then when he lied us into the war in Iraq, I said, this is nuts. You're, going to de you're destroying an ancient civilization. You're, you're, you're opening the gates of hell, was the phrase I repeatedly used, on literally a million or two people who are, who are dead now. And, and now you've got Donald Trump. And, that, and it was done for politics. You know, George Bush told his biographer in 1999 that if he became president, he was going to invade Iraq and he was going to use the political power he got from being a war president to get reelected and, and to privatize Social Security. I mean, he, it's on the record. And, and Trump is doing the same thing. He is using, this, he is using war for political purposes. He's tweeting about it, for, for God's sake. And, and there's a, you know, I don't know if you read John or not, but Russia said... You know, I mean, you know, a Russian diplomat is on the record in the media, you can read it in the Post and the New York Times right now, saying that if we throw missiles into Syria, then they're going to take out the device that launched the missiles. That's an aircraft, that's a, that's a battleship in the Gulf. There, Russia has already told us if we launch those missiles, they're going to sink a battleship. Now, if Russia sinks a battleship, do you think we're not going to be at war with Russia? Oh, I agree. I mean, that's a major problem. So then now let me ask you this. If we're at that type of tension with Russia, and this president is at that type of tension with Russia, how is he a Russian plant in the White House? How is he a Russian spy? How did he collude with Russia? And it seems that we are at, he's at odds with Russia. It does, none of it makes any sense to me, Tom, as a listener. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, my take on Trump and Russia is that Trump, when Trump went over, Trump, has, you know, Trump wants to be a big international deal, right? And and Russia is a very, very large country, and Moscow is a vibrant, uh, you know, city. It's, Napoleon it's, it's, learned that, right? Yeah, right. 
And, and Trump wants to have a hotel there. And he's wanted to have a hotel there desperately for years. And you know, to the extent that, that uh, Russia wants to have influence in and with and on the United States, I think they've played him like a fiddle. Whether he's a plant, whether he's a spy, I, you know, I'm skeptical of that kind of language, John. Um, you know, I, clearly, you know, they, they, they like him or liked him at some point. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, you know, I, I'm not going to go over the top on that. But uh, the, the, the fact that he is so incompetent, he is tweeting, hey, Russia, look out, we might be sending missiles. Yeah, and Russia's like, okay, it. cool, am, listen, you do I'm that and we'll take out your damn battleship. Agree. Yes, I don't agree with any of that. And I am a Trump supporter, but there's, I'm not one of the diehard ones. You know, I'm, and there's a question that I now have for you. Tom, it seems that we have, let's just, I'm just going with quick numbers. 25% of us are on the far left. 25% of us are on the far right. How come we don't have a nice, solid, independent party in this country? Well, because the Constitution was written in a way that facilitates a two-party system. Uh, we have first I mean, past the post when we take all elections. Of us are, we do not, are in the middle. Yeah, we do not have a parliamentary system. John, A, and B, 25% of us are not on the far left. The far left in the United States has maybe 1,000 members. The Communist Party of the United States, I don't think, has more than 1,000 members. I don't there is that. no functional far that. left. If you're, talking about, if you're talking about the Franklin Roosevelt left, the LBJ yes. left, that says that yes. we should all have free health care and we should all have free education and that consumers should be protected, that's not the left. That's the center of America. The majority of Americans agree with those positions, John. The majority of Americans. So there is no far left in American politics. What, what you're fighting, you are on the far right. I get that. You know, Trump using, using racism and misogyny and all these things. That, that is, that, and, and authoritarianism. That is the hard right. And I'll acknowledge that. And, and in fact, we should all be very concerned about it. That's the Mussolini right, functionally. But I don't see a Stalin left in the United States. Do you? Really? I think that the far, I think the far right is as large as that as the far left that you just described. It's the same amount of, 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 of people. It's, it's bit, I, I, think I think what you're calling the far left is the middle in America. Mm, I don't know about that. I mean, if if you've got 71% approval for Medicare for all, if you've got 69% re- approval for free college for all in the United States, how can you call that the far anything? All right. I'm listening. I'm, I'm listening to you. I do listen. Okay. Thanks a lot, John. Appreciate the call. Yeah, good talking to you. Steve in Chicago. Steve, were you, I just... Hi, I'm Nate Owell here for the Tom Hartman program. Tom is live in Las Vegas today. Uh, he's there for Mike Papantonio's conference for progressives and lawyers. It's a great thing, and he's there taking all of your calls. He's also talking to Jamie Bartlett on how tech is killing democracy. Give it to your smartphone. Uh, further, he talks to Farron Cousins on all the... All the lies, every single one that Big Oil is telling. TomHartman.com slash podcast, YouTube.com slash TomHartman. You're not going to want to miss today's episode.